And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of the Morning Rush, which you can catch from 6 to 9 every weekday morning at hitthatline.com, where we also have great content, interviews, podcasts, videos, articles, whatever you could possibly think of. Head over to hitthatline.com. Is Arkansas really improving? Or are we just trying and desperately seeking any type of silver lining? That's what we're going to discuss today. We're also going to get into Texas A&M and why. Oh, why have they never really brought it to the next level when it comes to the success that they've had on the football field, given all the advantages that they have and also the renaming of an arena in the state of Arkansas. We'll get to all of that and a lot more. And the thing is, folks, is we all love a night out. Whether it's seeing your favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on your favorite team, whatever it is. With Vivid Seats, you can attend that concert or that show or that sporting event of your choice at a great price. They're the Vi- Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events that you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive $20 off of orders, $200 or more, to save even more money. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app using promo code Locked On. For $20 off of orders, $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Every purchase is backed by 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter the promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event so the arkansas razorbacks lost 34 to 3 against auburn the defense looked better the offense seemed to run a little smoother i guess and the special teams were horrendous yet you may have taken my podcast from yesterday or listened to other sports talk radio shows or read articles or whatever you've done and said wow People are really saying that their Arkansas Razorback football team has improved. They're showing signs of life. They really look like they're starting to get things figured out. And, you know, I was one of those people that felt like, okay, well, since the defense looks so good against Auburn, I think that's a step in improvement. And I think that Ty's story is better than any other quarterback that they have on campus right now, which isn't saying much. It's not that much more difficult to be better than Cole Kelly and throwing four picks a game. But still, give credit where credit is due. So he felt like that was better. And the special teams were just horrendous. We only need to get into that. But, you know, the more I started thinking about it, and the more I started hearing other people talk, especially in the local media, it it made me start to wonder, okay, are we being true to ourselves? Are we legitimately seeing improvement from Arkansas? Or are we just that desperate in the media to find some sort of positivity, to find some sort of silver lining that we can convey a message where it doesn't have to be all Johnny Raincloud all the time? Maybe it's because we don't want to just nag and narc and kill and crucify and criticize all the coaching staff or all the players for their poor play. Maybe it's that too. But the more I think about it, it just kind of bothers me. Because I rewatched, don't ask why, I rewatched that Auburn and Arkansas game. At least the main highlights of it. I don't think I could, <laughs> I could think I could bear to do much more than that. But I rewatched it. And some things really stood out to me that I may have not seen before. And one of the things was that, yeah, okay, the defense looked really good, but 
I'm starting to think that maybe Auburn's offenses are struggling mightily. They have serious problems. They don't know how to figure out. They can't get it going. Their offense really hasn't looked that good all season long. And I think that they ran into an Arkansas defense and that defensive front that was able to cause some havoc. And then I also saw that as good as, or as better, I should say, as Ty Story looked in Cole Kelly at the quarterback position, he still can't get anyone to block for him. He still can't make very many downfield throws. He still had a couple of bad decisions. And he didn't even throw a touchdown. The running backs, I mean, Rakeem Boyd had had a couple spots here and there, but that was about it. And I don't want to just poo-poo on everything and try to bring everybody back down to earth. Actually, you know what? That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm bringing everybody back down to earth. Anybody that felt like it was a, a really good game and a really good team and a really good whatever, you know, I, I, I can't just see that just yet. I can't go to that level just yet because there are way too many things going on. There are way too many things wrong. And for anybody to sit there and say that, no, 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 it's okay. They're improving. No, they look better. No, they look in good shape. Let's get excited again. Let's get pumped up. Well, go ahead and get excited. That's fine if you want to do that. But I'm not going to start sitting here and saying that they've improved just yet. I need another game. I need this Texas A&M game this weekend to really, truly decide whether or not they are better or are we just trying to find something? Are we fishing for compliments, so to speak? And honestly, I think that what it may be more about. I like what Chad Morris has done. I like what some of the players are doing. And I like some of the individual achievement that some of them have had. But I don't think it's fair to start really looking at things in a positive perspective unless we have more than just one game to look at. They still lost 34-3, to folks. And I know that after the North Texas game, that was the lowest point in Razorback football history, at least in the modern era. I get that. And sometimes when you're that low, actually all the time, when you're that low and you're that terrible and you're that bad and you feel that bad, any, any type of solid play for a small period of time will make you feel good. That's true. And I hope that they do improve. I hope that they begin to look better. Game in, game out, week in, week out. I hope that it goes that way. And I hope I'm wrong when saying that this team is yet to improve just yet. I really do. But we got to see more, folks. Because I'm telling you right now, if they go up against Texas A&M and they get the brake speed off of them and it doesn't even look competitive and they revert back to the same old problems that they were having before, then what? Then what? We're right back to square one. We're right back to blaming coaches and blaming the previous regime and blaming players, criticizing them. Then rightfully so. But you'll look back at that Auburn game and say, okay, what did we really accomplish in that? What was it really about? What did it really mean? It really, it meant nothing. Nothing at all. 
You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice, and usually it's what team to bet on this week. But the truth is, I don't know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And that's why I always tell my people to go over to my bookie because trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They've been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is really easy to use. I would only recommend this service to my listeners that have been good to me. And that's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie because when you win, they pay. They have in game live betting, over unders on fantasy points, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. My bookie is slammed with new betters and wants to give everybody the best service possible. So if you're willing to wait and deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 off free $25 free play, excuse me, on deposits over $100. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar using promo code ONCOLLEGE25. That's ONCOLLEGE25 to activate your offer. Visit my bookie online today that's m-y-b-o-o-k-i-e and don't forget to use the promo code on college 25 when creating your account to claim up to a thousand dollars in free play if you're willing to hold out till 7 p.m get that extra 25 dollars for free by playing and using promo code on college 25 it's up to you guys but I'd, i'd rather wait until after dinner to take the extra money because with my bookie when you play you win you get paid Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. I know that Arkansas is playing Texas A&M this weekend in Arlington and Dallas Cowboys Stadium and Jerry World and how magnificent it is to go down there and hang out there. And listen, I have been to every Southwest Classic. I think they're still calling it that since the start of it in 2009 and fun story i don't know none of you care about it but in 2009 my 21st birthday was october 3rd of 2009 and that was the very first game that arkansas played to texas a&m in jerry world so that was a great 21st birthday present uh from the parents from the parentals great times anyways i've always been there even in when it started off so great for arkansas where they were three and oh then you had the home and home with a&m and arkansas in the middle of that And then ever since then, they've been playing at Jerry World, and Arkansas has lost four straight in Dallas Cowboys Stadium. I'm sure Jerry Jones was not happy about that. But uh, anyways, I always enjoy going down there. I always enjoy seeing the atmosphere and seeing the amazing stadium and the cool events and just the city of Dallas is a cool place as it is. I mean, there's a lot of great things going on down there. And the opponent of Texas A&M, and I thought it was fascinating. We talked a little bit on my show this morning on the Morning Rush about why is Texas A&M not better than what they are as a football program? I'm not saying they're a bad football program at all. I would say they're a, an average to above average football program. But why, with all of the amenities that they have, with all the financial support, with all of that, why, oh, why have they not been better than what we've seen? Since 1999, they have only had one 10-win season. One. Arkansas, which has not been just an amazing football program in the past 20 years. They've had some good years. They've had three 10-win seasons in that span in the SEC. And some people were tweeting at me this morning saying, well, it's just coaching. I don't have good coaches. I haven't got good coaches. Okay. I may be able to buy that a little bit. But why don't you have good coaches? You may have one in Jimbo Fisher right now. He may be able to get it done. 
he may be bringing some new things and new innovations and really step up and make all the difference in the world. Maybe. But history tells us that Texas A&M is going to be an average seven-win, maybe eight-win team every year, which, again, is not a bad program. But on the Forbes list of the most valuable football programs in the country, Texas A&M was number one. Money doesn't buy everything. doesn't buy happiness, right? True. But obviously, having that much money is pretty good for a football program. Not only that, but they have a fan base that's insanely large. Oh, I mean, just they're everywhere. They fill up that stadium of 100,000 people like crazy. They get crazy there in the stadium. It's a weird type of crazy, but crazy nonetheless. Chat should help you, right? They literally reside in the hotbed of all high school football in the state of Texas. They don't even have to leave the state. They don't even have to leave the area. They could just recruit from a 100 to 200 mile radius of their campus and rack up elite players. And they've always done a good job in recruiting as far as the rankings go. But why have they not been able to put it all together? I don't know. But you know what my theory behind it is? They're just weird. They're just weird. That's not a program where it's the traditional college football program. I don't know how that relates and resides to other programs and to kids when they're trying to think about where they're going to school at and when they do they buy into all that. Because I believe that when you buy into a certain program, it's not just buying into the coaching staff or buying into the philosophy. I think it's buying into everything that comes with it. And I could be wrong, but I don't know a lot of players that just buy into that type of atmosphere and that type of odd, weird, different, unique, whatever adjective you want to use type of deal at Texas A&M. I find it very strange. And I'll continue to find it very strange. But that's the only thing I can think of, folks. And I'm sure some of you are, who are listening are probably going to start tweeting at me, at Restaurant Neighbors, that... You have your own theory behind it. This is why you're wrong. It has nothing to do with that. Fine. Okay. I'll take your theories. But you can't tell me that Texas A&M, where Texas, the University of Texas, have been has been down for the past 10 years. Where other schools like Baylor, you know what they're going through. Texas Tech isn't really that much of a threat to you anymore. I, I mean, all these things going on, you would think Texas A&M would have stepped up. And they didn't. Maybe Kevin Sumlin's to blame for a lot of that. Probably so. But what I do know is that Texas A&M is a program that should be better than what we have seen. Should be. But will they be under Jimbo Fisher? Can they buck that trend? I don't know. But as of right now, even though it's not in recent memory, I still think Arkansas has been a better SEC program since they joined the SEC, than Texas A&M has been. They produced a Heisman Trophy winner. Good. They have an 11-win season. Good. Maybe Jimbo Fisher will get it going in a big way down there. Maybe. Still have my reservations on that. But I think you and I and all of us can all agree that we are sick and tired of losing to the Texas A&M Aggies.
in Granddaddy Jerry Stadium. It's got to end sometime. Will it be this weekend? No. <laughs> no, it's not going to be this weekend. Sorry to burst your bubble. Hey, before uh, we get to the next segment, though, you know what's great about FanDuel.com is they have so many different games. that Because you, if you're a gamer, we're all a gamer, right? We love doing little things. Maybe it's something as simple as solitaire. Or maybe you like going into video games or whatever it is. But we all enjoy having some type of thrill in playing games. And we also enjoy watching football. And we also enjoy winning money. So if we enjoy all those things, Go and check out FanDuel.com. They have this free $250,000 Survivor Contest, the biggest free Survivor Contest ever. And this is mainly for you guys out there, or you ladies, that don't care to play fantasy football. You don't want to be that dedicated. You don't want to deal with that hassle, that headache. You're tired of the same rigmarole every single year. Here's a solution for you. You don't even have to worry about it. You have favorite, yeah, I have five favorite players each and every week that I choose. There's new contests that are going on each and every week. There's new ways to have fun. There's new ways to win it. So be sure to check it all out. To get into that free $250,000 Survivor Contest, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Plus, new users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. So come play with me today and win some money at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the podcast. This is kind of a funny one, but Verizon Arena in Little Rock, or North Little Rock, I should say. Don't want to get that mixed up. Uh, it's been around for a long time. It used to be Alltel Arena, but now it's Verizon Arena. And it's been around a long time. Arkansas basketball has played there. You've had high school state championship games there. You've had concerts there. It's been a great big venue. And when I lived in Little Rock, uh, we did a lot of things. Like when I was working for the 103.7 The Buzz, we had Christmas karaoke there. Yeah, that was a trip. Um, but anyways, they are looking for a new sponsor to the naming rights of Verizon Arena. It's no longer going to be called Verizon Arena. So I was trying to think of some funny ones that I could really come up with and who I'd like to see. Um, obviously, I'd love it to be named after me, but I don't think that's possible. Um, David Basil Arena would seem to make sense. I'd feel pretty good about it. Um, <laughs> you see, some of the ones, because I put this out on Twitter, and some of the ones that y'all sent me, uh-uh, I, I can't. I can't even say that on the podcast. And so I was, I was kind of disappointed. Actually, I'm not kind of disappointed. It was actually really, really funny that you guys um, brought it. But maybe, uh, maybe they can change it to War Memorial Arena. That should be it. Or could have been FedEx Forum. Because we all know that they missed out on the FedEx deal. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe the Babe Bracket Arena. Brought to you by Seductions Lingerie. Maybe throw that in there. More, hashtag more than a Babe Center. All the stuff that was going on with that old Bay Bracket thing. I don't know. I don't know what they can name, and I don't know what they should name, and I don't know what they could do with it, but I'm sure the ideas are endless for what people are going to come up. But we're going to talk about more about it on the show tomorrow. So uh, if you got any good ones that you want to have cleanly read out on the air, send them my way, because I would love to get uh, some of your thoughts and opinions on what the new Verizon Arena should be called and Little Rock. Appreciate everybody listening in today. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any comments, questions, concerns that you may have. And we're going to keep it going throughout the rest of the week. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then.
You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 